What's up, guys? It's, I'd li- as I call it, Atlanta Vineyard Day. That's not really that creative, though, is it? <laughs> it's creative <laughs> enough. You know what? That's, it's creative enough. No, that's not really that creative. Hi, Kendrick. <laughs> Hi. How you doing? Happy oh, Juneteenth. The day we're happy recording Juneteenth. this. Happy Juneteenth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talking you about know, all this, these black shows on Juneteenth. I was going to say, us. you know, this wasn't even planned. It was just <laughs> perfect timing. It yes. was just really well done. I mm-hmm. I am still blown away by the fact that I didn't learn about Juneteenth in history class. Right. Isn't that crazy? There's so much like huge American history that they don't teach us just because they're like, oh, we got to get through uh, George Washington. We got to get through this. And then I'm like, there's so much shit like no one remembers, but like we have to be taught so much after we leave school and it's crazy. That's like it was it's I would have paid way more attention in school if we got the real history of America. Mm -hmm. You know, It's it's crazy. Like the erasure of black history is so Nothing nothing is more American than black history, too. Okay? So it's just crazy. Like when when I was in my 30s is when I learned about Juneteenth. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's how it is. Sad. That's how it is. Like I'm not so many people it's I I know because like it's one of my my absolute favorite like TV projects ever. Uh-huh. Watchmen on HBO. A lot of people didn't know about like the Tulsa race massacre until they watched that uh, show. They were like, is this a real thing? And like of course they all looked up and it was like, oh shit, this like actually happened in American history. And it's like, yeah, I did. And it's yeah, it did. it's a crime that we're not taught it in school. That's just uh-huh. it's what we're learning is fiction. Right. If you're not learning about it, you're learning fiction. It's mm-hmm. like rewritten, whitewashed history. It's and like sad. I remember, I remember when we got to the slavery part that wasn't really touched on too much. No, <laughs> they like to like skirt over that one. Yeah, and it was always like in the background of like other stuff, like yeah. oh, this rebellion and this kind of thing. It's uh-huh. like yeah, we're like, kind of skirting over some stuff, but okay. <laughs> yeah, like we really should dig into that, okay? Yeah, it's, it's 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 ludicrous that we don't teach it. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. I mean, look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I'm a complete mess. What is this, honey? I love that. I'm Emily. Every week, I recap the latest episodes of your favorite Bravo shows, from Housewives to Vanderpump Rules. We need to get more cosmopolitan. So if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. All right, let's uh, get into this whole, I think let's start with Martha's Vineyard per usual, even though by now I know anyone listening or watching is watching Martha's Vineyard because I think we've done a very good job convincing people of it. Yes. Love so another great episode. Another another great episode. Mm-hmm. Let's get into episode. Was this episode seven? Yeah, it was seven of eight. Yeah, which seven is crazy. Give me fifteen. I like, knew I that was going to happen. I knew. I, know. It. I had a Ugh. feeling in my soul. I'm like, they're going to any second now. They're going to say mm-hmm. on the season finale. I'm like, okay. I, I was hoping, it. I was hoping, hoping, hoping for 10 at least. Because I was like, 10, I feel like isn't pushing it. That's like a normal first season number, but that, that's yeah. like Housewives numbers. Yep. So then we got eight and I'm like, uh, okay. I okay. Know. We only got six, Um, what were they called? Uh, Queens of R&B. So at least we're winning a little yes. bit. Yes. I hope they see the value in doing a reunion. Yes. Because there's I a lot it, they but, should do. Oh, we I have because I have a lot I want to talk about, but they're not gonna do it and I hate that. At least like surprise us, do a 
watch, watch what, happens what happens live or something. Like, give it to us. I need it. I agree. We need it desperately. So Shanice, we start with Shanice out on that balcony with her tits out. <laughs> you know, I saw a side of Shanice where I was like, ooh, she's troubled. It, it 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 stopped being like annoying to me and started being more like uh oh we bit concerning yeah just because yeah. the way she was giggling about how she loves having her tits out she's like well I just want to have fun I'm just here to have fun I'm on vacation mm-hmm. it just I was like I don't think you even believe yourself anymore yeah because I know? have I have no problem with, like people that always like want to have a good time like great we're on vacation let's have a good time. But hers seems to be, like, no matter what. So, like, she doesn't care, like, who's around, whose feelings might get hurt, who might get uncomfortable, any of that kind of stuff. And that's what's a little off-putting about it. Because it's like, if you know that, like, you're going to make a lot of people uncomfortable with something. Like, Jasmine wanted to make a much bigger deal about the tits being out than she did. But she was like, you know what? I'm not going to pile on. She has a whole thing with Alex. Instead, I'll just throw everybody under the bus and we'll get that cracking. So, appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it seemed like like she was sort of this is a role that she's very clearly put on to cover mm-hmm. up for her issues or yeah. something. Uh-huh. I really loved and appreciated Simon st- going to the dinner but taking food up to Bria. Yes, yes, he's <laughs> way better of a boyfriend than she needs. Honestly, Catch. though, <laughs> than she deserves. I'm sorry, than she deserves. Yeah, he like. Kendrick had texted me that he's like, I'm feeling Simon. And then I started watching. Yes. I'm like, I am too. <laughs> we were like all about like Simon not coming. We're like, no, stay your ass in Germany. Do not come over here and interrupt this good time. But I'm like, you know what? He's got like he's some a of the good best time. Yes. He's got like some of the best vibes in the house and he's down for everything. I <laughs> yes. love that. Love yes. it. He's here to have fun. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, never mind. You're a star. Exactly. Never this, mind. This is what Shanice thinks she's doing. This is what Shanice thinks she's doing. Mm-hmm. He's really down to have a good time. But yes. you don't, like, that's exactly, that's a great point. That's <laughs> a great point. But then Simon tells Bria what happened, like, what Shanice did. And she's like, that's karma for those people who didn't care when it happened to me. God. No, it's not. Uh, all roads always lead back to Bria. That is all such a rage. <laughs> Jesus. When she said that, I was like, no, it's not. Shut up. What are you even saying? (laughs) God. So annoying to me that she said that. She's like, well, that's what they get. Like, so annoying. They they did not owe you anything. Right. They didn't owe you stopping your friend who you were just naked with from getting (laughs) naked in the hot tub. Like, that's just not their place. Right. That would look so bizarre on one of them for, like, for for one of them to be like, Oh, uh, I think you should put your clothes back on, Shanice. This is going to make Bria uncomfortable. That would have felt. That would have been so odd to have it come out of someone else's mouth, right? Right. Like, what are you talking about? Like it would have been. You know what? It would have been hypocritical too, because we, like, everyone gave Simon uh, Silas all this kind of shit about walking past Bria's bedroom to tell everyone else her yes. dog pooped on the floor. Her dog pooped on the floor. But for some reason, she doesn't want to go to like the main parties and tell them, hey, I hate that she did this or whatever. It's like, what? No, you don't get it both ways. Victim no. and villain, I'm telling you, every week. Yep, victim that's and villain. Her. That she's, is her. She's lucky that she has Silas like being oh, a, right. like, 
a bigger presence of evil <laughs> on this show because yep. I I hate that like Silas has like true like tricked me for so long because <laughs> I was like you know what no they're just a married couple they're learning each other they're trying to do this and now I'm like Jasmine fucking run run get out of there run Ugh. run run she she does this thing Shanice where she flashes her tits. And she's mm-hmm. in the truth booth. And then she does this thing where she's like kind of nervous. She's like, am I the drama? I'm not the drama. And then it made me go, oh, are you just doing this for camera shit? Like, is this just to make sure mm-hmm. you're on the show? Okay. So I'm still perplexed by her, but it seemed sad this time. Yeah. Like, it just seemed like so, such a desperation to like be this type of person. So. You know what? Maybe it's that I feel like something about like. Because we got, we really got a glimpse into it this episode in particular. The girls that worked for Playboy, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of them have like very like particular insecurities about stuff. With her, I think that she really thinks that like, okay, this might be like my way to some security or my way to like make a name for myself or whatever the case is. I don't know what her goal is, but it seems like this like reality TV is her way to get it. And she knows that because she has to always leave to go work every time she's yeah. here, she has to like make a statement to where she knows she'll get on camera. That's yeah. It, it all, it, it was just, she was like throwing out every trick in the book. Right. You know? So mm-hmm. it's just, it was kind of, it was just, sad. it went from being like, Ooh, I don't like, she needs to like, Ooh, do you need therapy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Jasmine's so obvious when she's like, have you talked to Alex? <laughs> have you? Oh, you haven't? And she's like, I, but Shanice is so obviously not. And she's like, I'll talk to him tomorrow. We're mm-hmm. not going to do it right now at the table in front of everyone. <laughs> but Jasmine just keeps going and brings it up. Mm-hmm. And then, then Preston says... Preston says, you said people aren't fair to you usually, Shanice. And she goes, I feel like people are just like judging me because I want to have a good time. That's not what it is. Right. And now I'm back to being annoyed with her again. I'm like, that's not what it is. (laughs) Right. Like when you when you belittle it down to like, I'm just trying to have fun and you're not. It's like, no, you you do things. You do Mm -hmm. things that you're not looking at yourself. It's so toxic. Right. Especially coming off of this like past episode. Like clearly the girls like want to have fun. We saw the girls night. It was the most it was the funnest episode like of the season. They had a ball like, no, it's not that you want to have fun. It's that you want to have fun no matter who you make uncomfortable with the fun. exactly. That's what it is. It's like you do it to antagonize people, and then you're like, everyone just judges me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's so toxic. It's so toxic. (laughs) Um, But Jasmine, okay, she fully was like, Shanice isn't going to take this, so I'll do it. And she goes, and like Alex, you know, in the whole Googling situation, right? Ooh. <laughs> and then she goes, I just wish you had asked me about it. I'm like, no, no, Shanice. You just wish you had asked Shanice about it. <laughs> She's all over the place. She's all over the place. Right. But I did end up, honestly, and I'm shocked that this was how I left this moment, was I actually kind of felt bad for Alex. Mm. Because I was like, hold on, this is the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. Uh, especially since we find out in a flash like that we never saw that they all were talking about it in the kitchen. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, um, I kind of 
feel bad. Like I do. And he's so precious and delicate that even though he was totally judging Shanice, he's like, I will not be accused of this. And I'm like, well, technically you do deserve it. But right. (laughs) But I do under I did feel kind of bad because finding out that all of them had a conversation about Shanice being able to tell her story and her side of it. Mm hmm. I still think he's not admitting that he fully judged her based on just seeing the article. Right. That's what he's not owning up to. He's not. And, and it, he makes it seem like he does, but I still think that that kind of was a, you know, let's move past this kind of thing. I don't like the heat on Cause he, he's not good with having the heat on him. We've no. had, we've seen him like be pressed a little bit a few times. And I think he wants the heat off of him at all times. And totally. he's one of those people probably, this probably goes on in his regular life all the time. Cause he seems like the person that will make a joke that like he knows might be inappropriate too, but he's going to go ahead and do it anyway. Cause he might get a laugh out of someone. And it's like, uh, yes, he does gotta, do that. Yeah. You gotta and learn he doesn't how to have good delivery. Mm-mm. His delivery has such a tone to it that I'm like, right. oh, it's not funny when you say it like that. Right. Ugh. But they they kind of keep, I get it. Like he's trying to, see, actually, no, I'm taking it back. I don't feel bad for him because had he just <laughs> said, had he just said, look, I did read that article and I did mm-hmm. judge you without talking to you and that wasn't cool. Instead, he's like, why am I the only one? I wasn't the only one who saw it. It's like, you are, just admit you did. But I think he right. was, too, he's too precious. He's too like delicate. Mm-hmm. So like, he can't go there. He can't do that. The best thing to do would have been to like him to say, you know what? You're absolutely right. I was given this article, I read it, I had a preconceived notion about you that I wasn't able to let go of, all this kind of stuff. But then he should have been like, but everyone at this table is acting like they didn't Google anybody. Like he should have then thrown it back it. on other people. He didn't do it. He did it too that's, fast. That's it. Yeah. He did it in the wrong order. You gotta see when you watch reality TV, you you can tell the people that are good at getting the heat off of them. Yes, like Kenya Moore, like sh- historically, she's really good at getting the heat off of her. Yeah, she'll be like, "Well, yeah, I said this," and then she'll point to something like three times worse yep. that you did one time. But and remember, it's like, but... right? It's like, oh yeah, she did do that, motherfucker. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like, okay, yeah, totally. Jordan, though, goes, she's like, you brought it up and made it an issue with all of us. And my thing is, why are you doing it now? And I swear she meant on camera. Mm-hmm. I swear that's what she meant. Mm-hmm. She Jordan is drunk already. And she will continue <laughs> to be even like, I feel bad. But like when she had her meltdown, I laughed a couple times because she was so slurry and drunk that I was like, girl, and she, she I've been there, but girl. Right. I don't know if she just like holds a lot in, but yeah. I feel like every, it, it, for me, like this, like I'm glad they had this moment because that was like, that was a lot for everyone. And I feel like we'll get that to that part though, but I feel like her reaction, she holds stuff in so much that every time she has a reaction, it's a huge reaction so every time i see it like the average viewer i'm just like whoa where did wait like what is all this coming from so it, it, it and it's like are we missing a bunch of shit because right. i it, it it felt really out of nowhere um and it also it's clearly coming from like a deep place where she has been through a lot with men right 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 it like, seems because we've talked about like it seems to always like go back to Playboy. You know, you told me to watch always. that documentary. I need to because apparently Playboy is just like 
Mm. Real bad. Yeah, I need to like watch Re- the documentary because yeah, because I'm like something has happened. Mm-hmm. Shut up! That is so stupid. So I just moved, right? And I didn't want to figure out dinner, <laughs> so I I have all the pastas and breads from Wild Grain from the box that they sent me, and I just ate the sourdough loaf, half of it. Not, not like that's any better, but I just ate the sourdough loaf with vegan butter for dinner. The bread is so good. I made the croissants, the free croissants that come in the box when you use my code. They were the best croissants I've ever had. And I even ate one of them cold because I just didn't have the patience to warm it up. And it was still good. Like the best croissant I've ever had. And I've been to Paris once. The thing about Wild Grain is if you're craving fresh, delicious, easy meals, go with Wild Grain and get their bake from frozen sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries delivered right to your door. The thing about Wild Grain is it's the first ever bake from frozen sourdough breads, pastas, artisanal pastries. And the reason why the bake from frozen thing is big, I don't think about thawing things out. When I want it, I want it. So I just pull it out of the freezer and I put it in the oven and then I have an amazing loaf of bread. And if I had the energy and the pots available because I've just moved and those things are still en route, I would have also made the pasta to go with it and had maybe a more balanced meal. I still stand by bread and butter as dinner. Unlike your typical supermarket bread and unlike your typical supermarket bread, Wild Grain uses a slow fermentation process that's way easier on your belly, lower in sugar, and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. So what I did last night was healthy, is what they're what we're saying here. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. And you don't get bored with Wild Grain because they're constantly adding new seasonal and limited time special items to try. Plus, for every new member, this is, a, this is great, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank so you can eat good and do good all at the same time. All you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash she speaks and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's super easy to reschedule, to skip, or cancel. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box, plus free croissants. Those croissants I was talking about, you'll get those. When you go to wildgrain.com slash she speaks to start your subscription, you heard me. Free croissants in every box. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash she speaks. That's wildgrain.com slash she speaks, or you can use promo code she speaks at checkout. Jason and Amir, though, did such a good job, like bringing the group back together to like calm that moment down at the. They're calling it a brunch, but it was a nighttime. It was dinner, right? The the outside thing. Uh huh. I think it was daytime. They might. Well, they they were like been, the they sun is setting. So oh. Yeah, they're like the sun is setting, and I'm like, wasn't it brunch? But it doesn't matter. But I love Simon giving Bria the rundown. Like I like him going back into the room, being like, mm-hmm. so you know, she, what did you say? It's like she was asking if Alex did research on her. 
And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I love the interpretation. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's the right word. <laughs> right. There you <laughs> go. Sort of the right word. Good job, buddy. <laughs> but all right. Then, then the meltdown that Jordan has. She's so clearly, I mean, okay. So they're coming off of that, of Alex calling her thick. Yeah. And that really pissed her off. And then mm. Alex then throwing a mirror under the bus and being like, well, how do you feel about a mirror calling you and basically saying you're off limits to everyone else? I get why maybe that is bad, mm-hmm. but I don't really understand why it's that bad that the men in the house find you attractive. There's something to it. There's something because she, like Alex makes a joke, poorly mm. delivered joke. Okay. Yeah. Very poorly delivered joke. He's like, I heard you and Preston are sleeping in the same bed. That doesn't really line up with your celibacy. And I was like, are you, I can't tell if you're kidding because you have really bad delivery and timing. Right. So. But then she's like, Jordan's like so drunk uh-huh. that when she, she's already like asleep on Preston's chest, but she says, she's like, you know what, Alex? <laughs> and I've just like, so been the girl that's had like a drunk meltdown where I'm like, no, yeah. I am justified right now. And like, yes. no one fully knows what I'm upset about. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't come for your veganism. Or your soberism? (laughs) No. It's bad because I think most people took it as a joke simply because, like, even if you didn't know, you didn't know, like, anything behind it. We know Preston is gay. Like, openly gay. So, like, the joke is that, you know, one, that y'all aren't sleeping together. But I, I don't know. So, like. It has to be something else, too, because it feels like a lot of things that people say, like, really trigger her. So yes. I I think that this would be this like this would be something great to work through, like with a therapist on camera so that, yeah. like, everyone can kind of see, like, what it is, like, that your thought pattern is, what you've been going through and stuff like that. Because right now, as a viewer, I just feel like I'm kind of in the dark because I don't always understand to me. But, you know, I've been saying this since episode one. She tends to have like really big reactions to everything. Like this, like this one was like regarding her like sexuality or her celibacy and stuff. But like everything else has been just like something else, and she always kind of has to. But why do you and this and, and like it's always really big. And I'm like, where did that? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm always like, where did it come so from? Much in right. It, I, I feel like she thinks that like the world is against her. Yeah, and that's like you know, it's it's a it's like. I feel like I'm walking around with a chip on my shoulder because I feel like everyone is out to get me sometimes. And so I feel like she, I don't know if she genuinely like considers these people her friends or what the case is, but it always feels something. It felt like Amir really wanted to say a lot more because yeah, he, he, he kind of ate that and just like was like, you he, know what? He did. Mm-hmm. That was the right move though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That was like, goddamn, well done, Amir. He knew. He's like, this is... Because he comes in so confused in the middle of it. And he's like, I like the way he's like looking at her and looking at Alex, looking at her and looking at Alex. Like, he's right. like what did I miss? Like, what right. did I fucking miss? And she, Jordan's like, I didn't play about celibacy for a year. I went through a lot. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. And then she goes, and even though I've posed nude, I was never actually a sexual being. And I don't appreciate that you've done this to me a million times. I'm like... This is so, you have such an an issue with the fact that you have posed nude, I think. Yeah. Like, she's got a lot of, like, I don't know what it's opened up for her or what, like, you know, because it's, no, I don't think, I don't, it doesn't seem, at least to me, like the men in the house just look at her as Jordan, the one who did Playboy. 
Right. They're trying to get to know her. They're talking to her like you would if you're interested in someone. Mm-hmm. And that's not bad, but she is, I don't know what's happened, but something's gone down where like male attention really triggers her. Yeah. It's going to have to be something that she actually like stops and works through because I don't know yeah. if she'll be able to have like a a normal relationship with a man whether it's yeah. platonic sexual like whatever the totally. case is it'll be hard to have one if you have because it it kind of seems like she has like negative thoughts around sex too yes and so i don't you know they might what led to the celibacy i don't know but it just seems like obviously i'm not a therapist by any means or anything like that i'm just like what they show us is all i have to work with so I, it might be a situation where we've missed a lot just because of editing yep. editing so I yeah. don't, you know alex could have said like a million things and like totally. making all these jokes being totally. an asshole and stuff like that then it's like okay i see it i get it call yep. his ass out fuck him but it's like we've seen like so little of the stuff that she references and every time she yes. has like one of these big reactions yes that it's like i don't i want to be on your side but like what give me more like what are we talking about here i don't know it's and one Alex, of those is the curse of reality TV because you have to edit everything down so much of all this content that we really don't know if we're ever getting the full picture. And Alex is, he has made like sexual jokes mm-hmm. before. So maybe that's, he's just doing that constantly. Maybe she's just cre- creeped out by him. Right. But when she's like, no one cares about who I am. I'm like, ooh, that resonated. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that like she feels like she's only ever been viewed as pretty and nothing else. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely a projection. Yeah. Because Amir has made it pretty clear that he wants to get to know her. To me, Amir has not come across like he's pushing it. He's been pretty clear with what he's They had doing. a whole like conversation about it, I thought. Yeah. Um mm. Jasmine finally is the one who just like gives her a hug and lets her cry. And I like, mm-hmm. again, I'm, I've been this person where it's like, you're just really drunk and you end up in like a, you can't get out of it. And like, you mm-hmm. just have to sob your face off. Yeah. Um, I, I had no idea how she was going to handle it the next morning because I was like, is this going to be something she's just like, okay guys, sorry. I like, but no, she feels like she needed to do that and needed to get it off her chest. So, I'm going to go with maybe we're missing a lot due to editing and it only being eight episodes. That's what I'm willing to go with that. Yeah. But Amir, when he goes outside to call his friend to tell him what happened, I wanted to hug him. Mm -hmm. He was like, what did I do wrong? Like, Mm -hmm. I just got screamed at because I, and that's Alex's fucking fault. Alex threw your ass under the bus. and Everything is always Alex's fault. Everything is Alex's (laughs) fault. Truly. Mm -hmm. Because like, he's the one who threw you under the bus. And he's the one who made it seem like something kind of slimy that you did. Right. And so Amir, but he doesn't even like give, when Alex tries to talk to him later, he's like, it's all good. We're just not even going to talk about it. We're Mm -hmm. all, he's just like noted, which is almost more scary than if they got in a fight. Cause he's just like, I know what you're about now. Right. Right. Exactly. Jordan and Amir. Can I say too, it's weird too that. There was a statement that uh, Jordan made where she said something like, you, what did she say? You, like, telling them that you, like, want to get me know, want to get to know me in that way affected how they got to know me. Mm. And I almost, like, I get that, but, like, I almost want to say, too, like, okay, like, one dude is married. The other one has a girlfriend, a secret girlfriend, but still a girlfriend, mm-hmm. something like that. So I almost feel like if they're getting to know you in a different way, 
it's because they're creeps and they're not supposed to be because they should be able to like get to know you in a platonic manner since they have significant others. And I think Alex, did Alex have someone or was supposed to like try to get some, I don't know. Maybe he was coming here to like hook up with somebody. I don't know, but it feels like Amir and Alex were the only two that were like actually available. Preston's gay. Uh, The other two are taken. Uh, Jason maybe, but he came late. So he was never part of the conversation or something like that. So it, I don't know. It, it feels like that was she was blaming stuff on them that really all shouldn't have been on them because mm-hmm. these men should be grown enough to say like I can be your friend. I have a significant. I'm not trying to get to know you in that way. But I don't know. It, again, maybe we haven't seen something. I don't know. Yeah, but th- when Jordan and Amir talk, in the, like after Silas helps them out and they talk in the kitchen, mm-hmm. the when Amir says to her. I promise that all I want to do is protect you. Mm. I was like, and I'm pregnant. (laughs) He is, I'm like, Jordan. I mean, we know now that they're not together because we've seen his Instagram. Uh But uh, I'm like, this man is doing, he's, he's being so respectful. He hasn't made a move on her. Uh Like, so you so no no one can like you. Is there- I have a a whole thing, and I don't oof because I want to talk to him on the podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. I want to, so I'm like I'm like trying to avoid like saying like certain stuff I want to say because he kind of he he gave me the ick a little. You oh you oh. you're a Love Island watcher now. He gave me the ick a little bit in this episode because the whole like. It was wild to me that, like, he didn't know where, like, soul food came from. And, like, it was a thing where, like, now, like, everyone in the house is, like, teaching another black person about certain, like, I don't know. I Like, I know he wasn't raised in, like, a black household. But it's, you know, it's almost like, I don't know. It, It feels sometimes like he came here to learn about blackness in a way and that i don't it almost feels like he's in like someone who hasn't had any experience with it in the past and so it's i don't know i uh, it's when he when certain things when he's talking about like they're like telling him about slavery and like all this different stuff and i I don't know i'll just sit on my couch and i thought it was just me but then like i got there's some some people i know you know watch it uh live too they text me too and they were like he didn't know like about so and so so i was like i know i'm okay i want the only one that thought Mm -hmm. that was kind of weird you know so i i don't know i know i have to, to say where, i did yeah. clock that as odd yeah okay i appreciated though that we got an opportunity for jasmine to do another like history lesson because i yes. love when she does those which are yes, like my yes. favorite things ever mm-hmm. but i clocked that i was like wow you don't even know where soul food comes from right like and you, so haven't, I lo- I you do, haven't made I any it. attempt at all to like right learn about your own history and so i get i get that but there also may be there may be black people out there who totally relate yeah and and it might have actually no like we didn't get that education and it might have been something like planned ahead of time maybe they wanted to like give the importance to the audience watching so i had always kind of like you know what let me stop let me try to think this through and stuff like that it it ached me a little bit but i'm like i won't keep the ick too long it's okay yeah yeah you know um, the next morning, though, is when the stain on Silas's pants happened. God. And there was I, there was the way he talked to Jasmine was wrong. 
the way he was looking at her too, like staring at her, it was like, uh oh, that's like, really that looked like the way a man who's going to hit a woman would do something. I'm like, I don't yeah. like the way you're looking at her or talking to her, sir. Uh-huh. It, it was, was bizarre, too much, and bringing it up the next day, like, are oh. you kidding? You're still on this shit? Like, it, it's a lot, Silas. Bringing it up to, like, are we, we're going to talk about it. Like, the, it was like, I've been holding on to this and we're going to talk about it. Right. It, it, was, it was really dark and was a little scary. Mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. I don't it was like rough. it. Once. Rough. Rough yeah. scene. This whole episode for them was really, really rough. Bad. And I know yeah. they're just like, Oof, they're newlyweds, but if this is the way it goes, man, oh man, I don't know. Yeah, they are a bad pairing. I'll say it. They only really worked because they were alone. Yeah. And Jasmine probably, it was like, it was almost like a, like a COVID panic relationship. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't really make any sense outside of like that panic move. I feel like she probably too, because I think she's what? low 30s maybe yeah i i feel like sometimes mm-hmm. people start to kind of say you know like you know what yep. that used to be a big red flag for me it's okay i'm at an age now where it's okay so you start to like lower some yep. stuff and yep. i i don't know it feels like that's it because you know you want the the ring you want to yeah. you know start your family and this kind of stuff and sometimes it's like Oh, this is the guy I got to do it with, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It is just that I didn't, men and women both. It's just like sometimes when people get to a certain age, they're willing to settle for a lot less. And boy, is he starting to seem like somebody you settle for. Yeah, right. Ugh. And no. Yeah. Nick, how about Nick's girlfriend is coming all the way from Africa? Right? What? She, quote unquote, <laughs> might make it in time for this. I'm like, whoa, let her stay there. Like, what? Are you, why are you making this woman come all the way across the world for this damn <laughs> party where two people are about to be fighting? Like, get yes, out of here. Yes, for this, like, thing that Alex and his brother are hosting yeah. with music. Still not really 100% sure what they're doing. I was no very idea. unclear what they were talking about. I'm like... What event are you guys? Okay, whatever. But please right. don't make your girlfriend come from Africa. Right. Okay. Um, Simon really crushed it in his green outfit, giving Versace. Oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And and like the sweater, the sweater yes. that he throws over it, and then they're like, "Yeah, Simon." He's like throwing up gang signs, like yeah, <laughs> like just fully committed the and black doesn't Rick feel Ross. uncomfortable at all. <laughs> right. He, he seems totally like. He's good to go. Like, he's like, mm-hmm. I I belong here. Yes. I still want to deep dive into the whole Simon, Shanice, Bria of it all. Like, the whole met on OnlyFans, followed both of them. Like, I, I just, I'm fascinated oh. in that history of Wait, it. Wait, they I'm met like, on OnlyFans? So, that's what I've been, I, so I think they, like, oh. I think he followed both of them on OnlyFans, maybe. Oh. And that's, like, the, the thing. I don't know. So, oh. he, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to know a lot more about that. That's yes. the like spinoff I want to see. <laughs> that is, yeah. Uh, I love Silas giving us a history on Pride and Stonewall. I mm-hmm. love that we get these little history lessons just built into the show. It's yes. lovely. Yes. But then he gives the guys a task to make up a dance routine in five minutes. And Simon is so into it. Yes. <laughs> he has no embarrassment over his dancing skills. He's like, I'm a good dancer. I know this about myself. Yes. 
And good uh, fucking time. And then they're like, okay, guys, five minutes is up. And Amir's like, this is the moment we've been preparing for. <laughs> this is our moment. And they're about to go, they're about to perform it. He's like, God's got us now, guys. God's got us now. <laughs> so fucking cute. I need to like make this content. I need to write it down while I'm thinking about it. But I love that on here we get this like boy band moment. And then on uh Atlanta, like right before it, we get Marlo talking about everybody's looks. And she's like, When you put us all together, we're like a broke ass girl band. Oh, she's something like that. And I was like, Yeah, I kind of <laughs> <laughs> totally. I can see it, Marlo. I can see it. I like that anytime they do a cheers, like to do shots or whatever, Jasmine mm-hmm. is and would be the girl that's like eyeballs. Eyeballs, everybody. Right. Eyeball. See, that re- that's one of the, my, my friend does that too. It drives me nuts. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like people take, Cheers is supposed to be fun, but now we turn it into like this thing where we're like, look at each other in the eyes. Right. Like, seven I'm years good. bad sex. Seven years uh, bad sex. It's like, it's, okay, calm Whoever down. did that is stupid. Right. Um, but calm so down. Silas and Jasmine, they get in bed and Silas literally says, can we circle back on what happened today? <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, we can't. At all, no. I like when Jasmine says, your mentality is such a turnoff. That was a good line. Okay. But but the way he responds, he's like, you fucked up my pants and the effort you went to fix it was nothing. And my mentality turns you off? Motherfucker, have you never like seen an iron work before? It happens. Are you kidding me? You use the iron that someone else has used and you like fucking ironing your stuff. A stain might get on it. It happens. Calm the fuck down. This is not her only task in life. It's not right. like she's a complete failure. And that's how you're treating it. And that's why it's gross. But then the <sighs> next morning, Jasmine like isn't responding to him. And then at one point she walks over and asks if he's done with his food. And he says, I don't like bread and potatoes. And she mm-hmm. goes, potatoes aren't bread though. And he, he goes, so many, he goes, starch. I don't like starch. Mm-mm. <laughs> the way he was looking at her really fucking freaked me out I'm like do mm-hmm. not this is unacceptable he was like intimidating her yeah it was like one of those things like because I felt that like every time she would like say something he'd just like look up from his phone or something yes. and look back down it's like he was remembering the cameras were there and I hate that kind of stuff yeah. it's like because he's like I, I don't, I don't like I don't want to put like physical stuff out there no, we're but not. It even like it feels like even like I would say something to you if these cameras weren't here. And it's like, uh, uh Don't like it. Don't uh-huh. like it. No. And I really hate that when Je- when when Silas posted on Twitter or something about like the way I talked to my wife was not acceptable. And then she replied, like, good job, honey. It was a tough that was a tough night or something. I'm like, no. Jesus. No. Mm. Real dark. Plus anybody that doesn't like potatoes, get the fuck out of here. That's a, that's a red flag. A ma- for me, especially, that's a major. <laughs> like they called me flag. potato head as a kid. Like oh, I love me some potatoes. I do like, too. I, oh my god, I don't care what form. I love potatoes. Get yeah. out of here. You don't no. You don't like starch. Who the fuck are macaroni? Shut who are up. you? There's uh. all the good, all the best foods have starch in them. Exactly. He was what just doing, it's like you're just doing anything you can to make Jasmine feel like she's not doing her role little. in the relationship correctly or whatever. Uh-huh. So, pff, bye. Yep. Hate it. Hate it. I, one, the, one of my favorite moments, though, was when the three guys go into Preston's room and start, like, <laughs> yeah. trying to pull the covers <laughs> off him. 
And he's just, he he's, some, he's so funny. He's just like, you guys are stupid. Because <laughs> he had some tight ass little tidy whities on under there too. <laughs> Did you see when he was like walking to bed? I was like, who is that? <laughs> I love him. He's such a star. Love him. All right. Well, thank you, Martha's Vineyard. Let's hope yes. that the next season is a divorce. <laughs> In 15 episodes, at least, God. At least 15, a reunion, but let's hope that they come back and it's like, Silas and I are divorced. Yes. Because Jasmine is a star, for sure, Mm -hmm. but she is trying to, like, fit herself into this relationship and she's realizing, like, I don't necessarily think this works for me anymore. Exactly. So let's hope that that's the case. But anyway, let's go to Atlanta. Atlanta. Shut up. That is so stupid. Are you done cycling through endless amounts of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles or firm skin and give you a youthful glow, but they don't really deliver results at the end of that bottle? Well, support for today's episode comes from OneSkin, founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists. With over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging, after testing thousands of peptides, they discovered OS1. The OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aged, also called senescent, cells. The main source of skin aging and actually reduces the biological age of the skin by several years. You heard me. Their flagship product, OS1 Face, is clinically validated to improve firmness, fine lines, and overall tone and appearance. Unlike most skincare products on the market, One Skin works deeper than the surface level and is designed to promote healthier skin from the inside out. When you have healthier skin, you have better looking skin. Is your current skin regimen clinically proven to reverse the molecular age of your skin? If not, give one skin a try and see the difference. For a limited time, our listeners get 15% off one skin with our code SHESPEAKS at oneskin.co. I have completely swapped out my eye cream for this stuff. I was a religious, I won't say the brand, but I was dedicated to them for many years. I started using one skin on just one eye to see if I could tell the difference. And I did. So one skin for life. So how does it work? They are targeting the main source of skin aging, which is the buildup of old cells, also called senescent cells. This impairs the collagen production and leads to wrinkles and loss of firmness. The scientists spent five years and tested almost a thousand peptides before they landed on OS1, which is their proprietary peptide clinically proven to decrease the levels of aged cells and reduce the age of the skin by several years at the molecular level. One skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with code SHESPEAKS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code SHESPEAKS. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. 
age healthy with one skin. Now, what are your overall thoughts? Did you enjoy this episode tremendously? I did. I, I liked it because it was a very, I like well-rounded episodes. Yeah. Like, I don't need like, well, depending on what I'm watching, <laughs> I don't need chaos from start to finish. But I I think the party started early enough to where we got a lot of good, like, Gucci brunch party. But I thought the stuff that we actually saw in this episode, like the personal stories, I thought all of that was actually good TV too. Like, uh, Kenya going and like, because it's, it's one thing where like, you know, the whole scene where, like, Sheree was talking about, am I pregnant? Like, they kind of, like, tease. It's like, girl, okay. But, like, seeing Kenya, like, actually having to, like, grapple with, this man is horrible. I'm divorcing him. But I have embryos with him. Mm. Do I want to, like, I want more children. They're legally mine. Should I move forward with this? Or should I, like, wait to see with another hut? Like, that, yeah. like that's interesting to see. Like, I like that kind of story. Seeing, uh the beginning like the foreshadowing of drew and ralph's marriage Ooh. breakdown that was like a lot seeing the the juxtaposition between marlo and courtney and then seeing like sonya and candy talking in restaurants and then going into like the big brunch i thought it was all good build up for like the indiana episode so i thought it was a great like well-rounded episode it yeah. felt like a, a good reality tv episode i liked it yeah. I don't think this we're going to be able to keep the cast the same for next. Like, mm. it's like, I don't think Marlo or like, I don't think they can keep doing this thing where they like, mo like hate each other. Yeah. It, because Marlo is not seeing what she's done. Like she's really doubling down on mm -hmm. her stance and I get candy just being done with it. Yeah. Like I'm not giving any more effort to it. Um, but then also I understand cause Kenya last season, they didn't show it, but Marlo came for, um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. and, uh, that I don't blame her for like just being done with Marlo from that point forward. Mm -hmm. And Marlo does a really great job of making herself feel like the victim or look mm -hmm. like the victim. And so the, the audience that sees it that way, and I get it because they make it look like they're, it's easy to say like Drew and Kenya are totally just kind of following drew more so yeah kenya has reasons to really be done with marlo kenya has 10 years worth of reasons to be done with marlo so i get like you even if you need more just think about her saying your own mother doesn't love you and all this kind of stuff so they've been at it for a yeah. long long time, time. and it's, it's never like it got better once and then marlo immediately flip the switch again once Portia was gone so yeah it's a lot I you know what I think they do need a wild card like Portia on mm -hmm. this show where you don't know what side like she'll because I don't think she currently fools with Marlo her and Sheree were a blast on watch what happens live together I think because she hates Marlo I think her and Kenya would actually get along this time and I think that because I I've always said about the um the whole like Simon and Portia like not showing like the wedding and all that kind of stuff. I think that Kenya really wouldn't have a leg to stand on, so I think she would end up being friends with Portia because remember she was let go the next season because mm. she didn't want to show her wedding on the show too. So it was a lot of that kind. Of, so it'd be like hypocritical if Kenya didn't want to, you know, fool with Portia for that. But I think in that regard, I think it would 
it would give us like the buddy buddiness because I think Drew gets along obviously with Kenny and Portia, but I want Drew to have like a bestie because like Candy and Kenny Agreed. are the besties on here. Drew needs someone, and then like that little trio is like on herself. So it's like Drew's not by herself, but like I think they need a seventh housewife to like buddy buddy up with her and her and Portia love each other. So Ooh, I just Portia I'm just needs always to pushing. Come back. I know I'm always pushing Portia to come back, but if it you happens, just, you've done a really good job pleading that case. Thank you. That was Hopefully someone hears it. That Hello? was a good pitch. Yeah. I'm sure she wants so much money. I know. I'm she sure was she... I honestly I think I probably she would probably negotiate a hell of a bag for herself too, because I mean, everyone wants Portia back. Like everyone they love does. Portia. Especially this season, you keep hearing it. Everybody's mm-hmm. saying it. I think it's good. Plus it's a thing. Her li- I want to see her life. Like this whole like yeah. big married, incredibly filthy rich month. Like, I want to see it. I do. I want to see like the, uh, I want to see more African culture, like on the show. I want to see his like culture. I want to see how she's integrating into it. I want to see if all her, his family truly likes her. Like I want, there's a lot of story right there to tell. He's got other kids. She's got Pilar. They've all like mingled in together, seemingly loveling, but I, I want to see, you know, he got other baby mamas. I yep. want to see her work. You know, yes. like, what three ex wives before Portia? So yeah, I need I need all of that on camera. Yeah, all of that. I'm gonna switch over to the Marlo Courtney dinner and okay. like the the Sonya Candy meetup, like kind of side by side scenes. Mm-hmm. Whatever you know, what they do how they do that. Um, yeah, I really cannot stand Marlo being like, "Thank you so much, Courtney." None of the other girls have done what you're doing the Bria of it all. <laughs> I'm like, how entitled are you? Right. Like, why, but like, why does someone like have to teach you how to Google how to like be able to carry a gun in Georgia? Like, why does like someone have to like do all, she's not, it's not like she's Johnny Cochran. <laughs> like she exactly. literally is someone who, oh, I know a lawyer. Maybe he can help you. Like, no, why would anyone have a reason to do that either? Because it's not like you're friends with any of these leaders. They all hate you. I just thought that it's like, once again, victimizing yourself and making it seem like they don't do enough for you. I'm like, what are right. they supposed to do? Ugh, Stupid. She, especially around Candy, especially. Marlo it, is just, I don't know you. what it is. Like, Candy can't, everything nice she does. I will never let it go that Marlo would not accept those clothes from Candy. Because right? for a charity, because oh right. no, my girls need all new things and this and that. And I'm like, girl, shut the fuck up. Like, are you kidding me? A charity being picky about what they get now? Really? Yeah. And ma- just, wow. it was just to make Candy feel bad. It's mm-hmm. like, she's like, I mean, I would be giving this and that. And then Candy, just your hand-me-downs. They don't want hand-me-downs. Uh. It's like, well, I would have assumed they wanted whatever clothes they could get too. So it's not like right. he did something bad. Candy is completely charitable and it's just gross that Marlo constantly wants to try to discredit her. It's weird. It's over, weird. over, over the way she treats her. It's like, it's, she's not like Marlo's it's the, the narrative. is like, she may be nice to other people, but to me, she's not. I'm like, that's not true. Right. She's given you, she tried to build a show around you, but you were so difficult. They had to just stop uh-huh. and you won't admit it. And it's like, it's just, oh, it's just, it's slanderous is what it's it is. It's crazy. It's crazy. <sighs> and the fact that like Marlo has this thing where she would, I don't know if it's just between like her and Candy or like what it is, but she has this thing where I genuinely think she thinks that 
she has like her own way of thinking about like high society. And so like, I think she tries to like make all of these like etiquette rules that like literally oh. no one else on the planet follows. I so it's like, that. what kind of person would donate clothes yes. and, like this and that? And be, like, you know, you, you're supposed to, cause you know, it always follows totally. with like, you should do this and you should do that. And it's like, Emily Post didn't say that shit. Like, what are you uh-huh. talking about? You just Marlowe's rules. Exactly. And, then, and you invent them on the spot when it's convenient for you. And she, I, I feel like she targets Candy because Candy has the most money in the group. Yep. And so she's like, well, that's my way of like putting yeah. down someone who's actually should be of the upper echelon. That's how I'll do this. And it's like, Marlo, cut it out. Cut I it get, out. So with Sonya and this whole thing, mm-hmm. it's, I get, I get Sonya's argument here with Candy. It's like, it feels, she feels like Candy is essentially like demanding that she not be friends with Marlo mm-hmm. because of the issue Candy has with her. But I liked that Candy got to clarify, it's when you downplay the stuff that she's done. That's yeah. the part I have an issue with. Uh-huh. Because we've had plenty of people just ride the fence of both, but you are kind of going out of your way. Like, Sonya fully co-signs. She fully understands, I'm putting that in quotes, Marlo's <laughs> Marlo being mad about this incident. She gets uh-huh. that it's hurt from Marlo. And I'm like, no. Right. You're not seeing that what she's done is is try to connect Candy and OLG to the shooting of her nephew uh-huh. and saying that Candy didn't do what she should have done for the death of a family member. Like that's those are really big dark things to say. Like if you and wanted then, Candy to pay for the funeral, girl, just say that. Just say that. And then <laughs> when Courtney asks Marlo, why haven't you said anything sooner? Marlo says, I haven't seen her for two years. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> we watched you see her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, am I like, it was so absurd that I'm like, am I forgetting something? Like, right. She, we were on all of last season. I'm pretty sure you guys even might have gone to like an event for candy open in a restaurant. I can't remember. There's so many damn things that happened. But yes. Like, you what what are you talking about when you say that you haven't seen her since when and this all happened like during covid you were a friend of on the show then like what do you mean you haven't seen her i don't get it just admit that for some fucked up reason you were triggered by the fact that drew because yeah when drew brought up the incident at OLG, Candy did give her a look. Like, what are you right. fucking doing? Mm-hmm. Because also, I think, Drew, it's like, Drew, we've already discussed that. You are coming in late to the game. Where have you been? We've already gone over this. And it's mm-hmm. like, Marlo saw that and was like, I have, a, I have a reason I can be connected to this and be mad at this. It's like, right. th- you're reaching just to try, like, you, she sees one little tiny flaw. Mm-hmm. Candy has control that, and I mean, control over her own self. Yes. That Marlo doesn't. Marlo loses it so much, and she has all these moments that she should be embarrassed by, except she's not. No. She doubles down, and she's like, "I that's I'm I was totally justified." Mm-hmm. And Always. Candy, when Candy loses her shit, which has already happened this season, she will admit she's like, "I totally lost my cool. I overreacted." Marlo, it's always like, "Well, I had no choice," type of thing. Right. Exactly. Every time she both. And you know what? I, you know, I love me some Kenya, but Kenya is the same way. I think that's why her and Marlo genuinely don't get along because Kenya for the longest time and probably still does 
she would never like accept that she was wrong in a situation either. It was always like, but you did this, you did this, you did this. And so every action was like justifiable in her mind. And it's like, oh, you can't like reason with some people. This is such a reach. It's like, this is from two, you you haven't seen, oh, it drives me crazy. But when Mm -hmm. Candy breaks down and explains, she's like, I'm not the sentimental friend. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I lost my brother at 15. She's crying. She's like, I'm the friend that comes in with the opportunities. I'm the motivational friend. Uh And that really is something that all people should kind of get. Don't go to someone who doesn't give you that thing. Like we all have friends that have different capabilities, Uh you know, and like not every friend or person in your life is going to give you what you look for. Like I never, ever go to my dad to show off an accomplishment with the podcast because he doesn't understand any of it. Right. And is I always get disappointed in his response. So mm-hmm. instead of just being disappointed, I just don't even bother. Like, yes. he won't get it. Like, my sister tried to show him a piece of merch and my dad was like, <laughs> just confused. <laughs> like, right, right. Exactly. So I'm the same know, way. I have to go to other, like, podcast friends and, like, tell them stuff. Yes, because they were, they're like, I don't. Like my dad calls us a broadcast. He's st- <laughs> like he doesn't he doesn't get it. So like mm-hmm. I just won't do that. So like with Candy, she's like I'm not going to be that friend that calls you is crying and it's like are you do you need anything? Are you okay? Yep. But Sonia <laughs> Sonia is so weak in my opinion in this scene cuz <laughs> Candy gets done crying and telling this really give this great monologue mm-hmm. and Sonia's like mhm. But at the end of the day the group is divided. I'm like well, <sighs> That's not her issue now. Right. She, believe it or not, Candy has not told Drew or Kenya to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's your perception of it where Candy's like, listen, guys, when I leave, you leave. That's not what's happening. Let me let me tap in with our weekly uh, Speak On It. So I watched Speak On It this week and Candy talked about, she talked about both, you know, the ending brunch and this scene, and she talked about how, like, in real life and on the show, she's really, she's like, I'm fucking sick of Sonya. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And she's like, I'm getting so sick of her because she will, like, she basically, like, the way Candy put it, she doesn't want to admit that she's on that side of things, yep. but she wants to ride the fence the entire time. Yep. And her real issue, which I I kind of loved, it's so messy of me, but her real issue was that Sonya uh, last week was on Carlos King's podcast. And he asked her, he was like, how would you make your dream cast on the show? And she was like, well, let me see. I would keep uh, Sheree. I would keep Marlo. And like, the, I didn't name Kenya. Didn't name which, Kenya or Candy. Which is weird. Or Candy. Or Drew. And so mm-hmm. she's like, I'd keep them, you know. And um, let me see. I'd bring back Phaedra. Because, you know, she was always fun. All this kind of stuff. Well, I guess I couldn't have Candy then. Because, you know, I think they got beef and all this kind of stuff. So, like. Saying like all the candy was like, you mentioned all these people who you don't even know. You just watched on the show over people you do know and this and that and all that kind of stuff. He's like, you're just like a follower and you're doing like this. She was like going in on something. Like she's getting a little tired of Sonya. And she's like, Good. so in your mind, you would think that I would be off the show before you. She's like, do you not read the online comments if you think that you would be gone before? I was like, ooh. So like candy is like, over the shit with them i normally don't lean all the way into like sides like this Mm -hmm. but i i'm full team candy Mm -hmm. on a lot of this yeah candy's so practical she just like she apologizes when she's wrong 
she like it's always like you know the person is like I can see that you know I see both mm-hmm, sides mm-hmm. of those kind of stuff before she like reacts and like you have to like really push Candy there before mm-hmm. she's there so like it's easy to be on her side because she makes it e- like she makes it mm-hmm. easy she's rational mm-hmm. everyone else kind of like rides off everything is emotion based and like all this kind of stuff so <sighs> yeah no Sonya is bugging me yeah. And Sonya I don't thinks think that work out. <laughs> reading the whole, like reading the whole Gucci poem that Sheree wrote, Sonya thinks that that is going to make Candy crack. But all right. Candy's doing Candy the whole time is like, "Are you done?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Bitch, I read it. I just told you I read it. Like, read why it. are you reading it out loud?" And I don't she, know and if you she noticed. Keeps laughing too. She's like, <laughs> "No, okay, I'm gonna just She's cr- keep right. reading." Correct, and uh, I don't know if you noticed too, but like Candy, out of, when Sonya starts reading, she kind of looks out the corner of her eye. You can tell she's looking at a producer, like, "What the fuck are we doing right now?" <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm so like, confused. I'm like, she said she saw it, and she said that was funny, right? And so she's Enough Sonya's said. like, Sonya's like, so let me read it from the top. And, <laughs> and she and Candy gives her nothing. She's just like, mm-hmm, nothing, nothing. I'm not doing anything for you here. Nope. Drew's music video rehearsal. Yes. <laughs> so we already saw the scene where the director was like, is Ralph like in shape enough? Because I got <laughs> actual like models that you are like fitness models that can do this shit. Mm-hmm. And Ralph shows up to this rehearsal. <laughs> it's so controlling and creepy because Drew has said to him, the way she pitched it was like, you know, you're the producer, like behind the scenes, you know, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, yeah, no, not going to happen. I'm showing up to this rehearsal and making it really uncomfortable for everybody. And I don't know how they pull, they managed to even say this with a straight face, but they're like, <laughs> so it's a good thing you're here, Ralph, because the guy that we cast to do this was double booked. So Ralph, you're back on. God. I'm like, that's not what really happened, right? No, no, that's not what happened. Then I she love does that he asked. the dance. I'm, I'm okay. I'm glad it wasn't just me that was kind of. Oh my god, I wanted to vomit. I, I know. <laughs> get Ralph the fuck off this show and get He's, all of this. He, it's off him. My... It's not her. She's great, but like you right. can tell, he doesn't actually like connect to anyone because he's such a sick narcissist mm-hmm. and so like he oh it was and she when she goes chemistry we are not lacking in i'm like uh you sure boo big to differ then man asked if ralph was in shape enough he should have asked if he was in love enough to right? do this fucking shit like oh it was so creepy i'm like make it stop make it stop make it stop make Immediately. it stop uh, and they had to like break them up. They're like, okay, guys. I'm like, no, God. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I can't stand it. it Get him out of here. Get him out of here. here. Um, the brunch. Okay. Sonia, she says she wants to be better friends with Kenya. That's the way she presents it to Kenya. And Kenya says. Wait, can we talk about outfits first? Oh, let's talk about outfits. <laughs> You're right. What am I saying? Let's you know, do I love outfits. an outfit moment. Who was your favorite? Um,. That's a tough call. That's a tough call. <laughs> I got to go Marlo. Marlo definitely, I think, ate the girls up. Mm-hmm. I think her, like, I'll say, stand like the whole look standing up, I think Marlo was the best. Shades and everything ate it up. I think sitting down, it was Sheree. I love the black, like, mod- the, the Gucci moment, like, sitting down. Standing up, She Marlo was right, because Marlo, judging the looks, was cracking me the fuck up. Yeah. 
Mar- but like she said, like she's getting ready to present her case, like yes. something. I was like, yeah, those pants. If she would like more like the matching bottom to those, yes, like, like you know, fitted and you know, yes. I was like, that would have eaten those girls up. But I don't know where those pants came from. But just blazer up, fantastic. Blazer up, fantastic. Yes, Kenya yes. looked amazing too. I just don't know if she, it was actually. Yeah, she claims <laughs> it was her outfit was Gucci, just her bag was Chanel. That's what she said. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't have a way of proving that. <laughs> right. Exactly. I Sonya, I thought Sonya looked great too, but I agree with Marlo said. It was literally like, oh God, let me stop by Gucci and give me, give me something real quick and just like get it in. It was a, it was, you know what? If Sheree had like that outfit, like the pants, like, you know, it's so like, cause Sonya had like the kind of like suit as well. But mm-hmm. if she had like the pants that fit like that, yeah. it would have been over. Yeah. Loved Sheree's look. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Drew the handyman. <laughs> Drew the handyman and also like kind of candy too a little bit. Yeah. Both yeah. more casual, but that but all look great though. All look great though. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it was, it was just, it was fun. I like that they all had to be in Gucci. What Why if, don't I remember a, what Courtney was wearing? At all. Red? Hmm. I feel like I remember some red. Let me look. There are pictures everywhere. Um, okay, so Sonia starts off by saying that she wants to be better. What? What was she wearing? Oh, sorry. No, Marlo just like commented on my oh. <laughs> on my memes, <laughs> but what she was just she laughing say? at. Her. She oh. was just laughing at the memes. She doesn't follow me though. That's so weird. I didn't, I didn't tag anybody. You know, I just post them and hurry up and ran so I can record. <laughs> Ooh, look so at I don't you know coming up on about. people's discover or someone sent it to her. Oh, okay. Y'all better get me discovered, bitch. I know yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's because that, that, I think that's how I got um a, a couple like housewives to follow me. Because I think mm-hmm. someone sent it like, you'll like this. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, But so Sonia's like, Kenya, I want to be cool with you. And I forgot about <laughs> Sonia's Watch What Happens live appearance where she was asked about the booty. Yeah. And I'm like, this is your issue, Kenya? Like, everyone <laughs> talks about your fucking butt. Right. And it's like, and when th- you go on Watch What Happens Live, that's what they do. They ask you a shady question that gets you in potential trouble. How is Sonya supposed to know if your butt is real? Right. I'm very much... I'm very much team uh, Sonya on that one. I... I I feel like you can't break the fourth wall, obviously, but that would have been a great moment to be like, look... You know that, like, us group of girls, we always throw a little shave when we get in our interview and stuff like that. I don't think I said anything wrong because I don't feel like she did either. And, like, as far as shade goes, all of y'all have cut each other much deeper than whether or not somebody has a fake butt. Like, I mean, they thought it for years, Kenya. That was that was nothing. nothing. That was, like, nothing. Sonya's issue was that she doesn't feel like you actually like her as a person. And your thing was like, well, you said my booty was fake. Yeah. It's like, what? Weak. Very weak. Yeah. Very, very weak. And then Kenya goes, I'll just have to see how you move and if you're worthy of that trust. <sighs> and then even Sonya's like, whoa, what? She's like, right. am I saying something bad? I'm like, Kenya, you know you're being real savage. Yes. <laughs> This is the part of Kenya I don't like because she kind of does herself no favors because she mm. can come off really like mean and mean girlish, you know? Yeah. And, and so- I don't, I don't feel like Sonya, like I get it. Like they all hate Marlo. Like, yeah, okay, justified totally. Marlo's totally. an asshole. Like we get that. But like, I don't get where Sonya went wrong in like her friendship with Kenya. Cause Agreed. I thought last season they were like, oh, when there was like the whole like, 
little thing with like Ross, but like they apologized, like they made up for that at the reunion. Like made up there for was it. nothing, right? A whole little blip on the radar, but like I don't know why they would have an issue at all. Like nothing. I guess maybe Birmingham, but oh. even then, but even that wasn't was Sonya's bring- fault. Like Kenya right. was shitty to Sonya. Right. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I don't That's know. That's the thing. That is the part of Kenya that does make me sad because yeah. she's great TV, but she can be mean. Yeah. And then her stands will be like, well, she had every right to be mean. I'm like, but it's like she kind of gets mad at people for doing the same thing she does to them a lot. That's my yeah. critique of Kenya. Because mm-hmm. if someone said to me, I'll just have to see how you move if you're worthy of that trust. I'd be like, fuck you. The right. You're, my girl. <laughs> you're not worthy of my friendship. How about that? Like that's exactly. And Sonya felt like that, but she knew Sonya is so freaked out to have any enemies on this show. And that's uh-huh. not a good way to move as a housewife. No. Nope. You know, it like we, you did a hard stand sometimes. And when you're, it's one thing to be neutral, like to, you know, that happens. It, it happens at times where it's like, I, I'm, I'm not neither of your sides. I'm sorry. Right. But, but Sonya's doing it like at all costs. She doesn't want to be on anyone's, bad side it's mm-hmm. like oh, girl okay she's way she's too early in her housewives career yeah like thinking about what yes. people think about her and oh i because there have been some like there have been housewives that like could have been uh amazing mm-hmm. housewives but just like they're too worried about what the hell the audience is thinking and you can always tell there are some you can tell when someone comes in they're just like their authentic, like, unlikable yes. selves, which yes. makes us like them. Because it's like, you don't know that you're unlikable, yes. do you? That's kind of like, that's what the appeal is sometimes. But like, I know like, I used an example on this podcast before, I think, but man, oh man. I think about like season one Dorit versus like season every season after and i'm like okay i get it y'all say like she's she's funny with this like okay yes wind chimes so chic and all this stuff the accent and stuff like that but like outside of that like what is she doing the read is like an average ass housewife she's not you know nowhere near the top tier and i'm like man it had you like she could have like carried this show had she still acted the way she acted that first season. But nope, those fans got in her and she's like, oh no, let me start dressing like everything monogram so y'all know I'm rich and let mm. me start doing this and riding the fence all the time. It's like, oh, oh. It's so boring. Tragedy. All right, so now it's Marlo's turn. Yes. To talk. And Kenya starts pretending to choke. <laughs> And what's was it? Was it Sheree? She's doing it too. Yes. And Sheree, Sheree's like she's not really choking. There's nothing. I'm like she's kidding. <laughs> she's right. She's kidding. Sheree is uh, Sheree's actually kind of funny in this scene. Yes, because she, she was actually like doing it to her too. Yes. Like, what is happening? And I'm like, what are you? You and by the way, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> what was your tactic? But Candy says that she. Wouldn't like Marlo, you would not appreciate your name being attached to a murder, period. Mm-hmm. And Marlo goes, First of all, Drew brought it up, and that's how she starts. And I'm like, See, here's where I get mad at you, Marlo. Stand yep. in it, right? Stand it's the reunion all it. over again, where you come to the reunion after a season of like cutting the fuck up, and then, Well, you know, as a child, I this, uh, and then this, yeah. like, girl, stand up in it. Like, you're gonna be right back to causing havoc in a minute. So, here's the logic that you're trying to get, get out here, Marlo, is because Drew was the one who brought it up, she should be mad at Drew. 
I'm like, what? No, <laughs> she's addressing the fact that you have taken that moment and then turned it into like Candy's, you know, Candy wasn't there for me when my, her, when her employee was shot, which mm-hmm. ties into what just happened. It's like, your logic is, is not, no, stand in it, say, yeah, you were not there for me when, when my nephew died and then let right. Candy go. But I was like, I was right. to the extent I thought I should be, but Marlo doesn't know how to just say, like, she doesn't know how to just say, I wished you had paid for everything. Exactly. And my whole thing is, I find Because she's embarrassed to admit that. Right, exactly. Because she knows it's wrong. Uh I find it weird that Marlo is wanting more from Candy. This might be a weird statement, but I think she's wanting more from candy then i think that friendship is worse exactly and it's like i get it like y'all are castmates and all this kind of stuff but i've never thought of marlo and candy as as besties close. exactly so it's like okay you've told me this stuff i've comforted you in the scene like this, this and that i get it like would i have like sent a flower ring or something to the funeral probably or like paid for some chicken for the repast probably i'm not paying for the damn funeral mm-hmm. i'm not like going above and beyond what you think i'm like no like i'm doing what like a normal person at this friendship level would do for you so like i don't get the whole i get it if people say like okay candy didn't seem as compassionate as she could have been okay well she maybe not doesn't react like that you can't like police how someone reacts to a situation so marlo's it, it's all weird to me i don't know marlo just doesn't know how to admit like i actually do feel entitled to your money exactly because she's mm-hmm. jealous of candy period she's yeah. so jealous of candy has been since season four yeah but because she says drew's the one who brought it up now drew is talking <laughs> over Marlo, and so is Kenya. Mm-hmm. And Kenya does the lies, the lies. <laughs> Iconic, yes. And so <laughs> then Marlo, Marlo's like, I'm going to get up and go. And Kenya goes, toodles, bitch, like I need your respect, bottom rung bitch. And I went, uh-oh. <laughs> now the audience is going to be like, Kenya's so mean. Right. And I think it's actually kind of interesting. I just thought of this. The fact that they mm-hmm. edited out the the really bad stuff Marlo said last season yeah and they are not editing out anything kenya says to marlo but see that goes back to our theory they're trying to give marlo a redemption yeah they Mm -hmm. are huh that goes along with it the fact that everyone who was at that like in real in real life everyone heard marlo say some fucked up stuff about brooklyn Mm -hmm. and they didn't show it is a choice and then to leave to like keep that because that's an important context Right. You know, for Kenya's hate of her. Very important. And I wonder, I hope, like, at the reunion, Kenya brings it up. Because yes. I feel like Andy or somebody's going to ask, like, Kenya, what's the what's root of issue? you and Marlo? Yeah. yeah, and I hope she brings that up. Because it'll force the, like, editors to actually put in that clip. You know, yeah. more unseen yes. footage or whatever. And, I, you know, we love that. So, give yes. it to us. Give it to us. But right so, now. Drew has been, like, talking over everything Marlo says. Marlo finally just walks out. And Drew goes, see, that's childish behavior. I'm like, girl, you, <laughs> you are the childish behavior in this yes. situation, girl. Like, Marlo isn't childish for that. You are. Right. Drew, you're wrong in this equation. You're ridiculous. <laughs> but so, Sheree runs after Marlo and... 
Kenya's inside the saying the bitch sold her pussy for a bag. And, um, and meanwhile, oh. Sheree's like, just come back inside. It'll be fine. I'm like, it's not, it's not going to no. be fine. But no. then here comes Sheree. She comes in and she tells Kenya, like she's like, Marlo's right behind her. She's like, Marlo is back, but she doesn't want to speak to you. <laughs> Marlo is like right behind her. She's like, mm, sure and she don't. goes, okay, <laughs> okay, fine. I won't talk. So then Marlo explains, like, she's like, this isn't about how you weren't there for me. I'm like, yes, it was. Right. Then she goes, just condolences, because I would have been there if that was your nephew. So, hmm. What is that about? Right. It's not what about her not about? being there for you, but you just said you'd be there for her if her if it happened to her nephew. So it is about her not being there. For, like, you don't even know what this is. You did not think this through enough because you are not making sense. Nobody knows what it's about. Marlo doesn't know what it's about. No, she proved it right there. No. And then Sonia tries to translate and Candy's like, you better not. <laughs> and Sonia gets loud. I don't like how she gets loud. She's like, but that's what the issue is. The issue, you can't think it's about this. And then Candy goes, fuck her. And those flowers she was expecting to get. <laughs> I love this. That was a Rick James moment right I there. I <laughs> loved that. Fuck her and those flowers. It's true, though. Fuck her mm-hmm. and those flowers. Like, Hello? at this point, two years later, get over it. It's like, What's so it's about the flowers? None of us understand. Right. But what is it about? Marlo goes, I'm telling you about yourself. I get you gifts all the time. I think about you all the time. You are selfish. You're a selfish, poor, privileged girl. God. Now, I- what? Mm. No idea. So she no goes, idea. I get you give, I, usually when someone starts a list, they have at least three things on it. But she says, I get you gifts all the time. I think about you all the time. <laughs> Thanks. Right. Candy what? has not done anything wrong. You're trying to drag her for uh-huh. something terrible. Mm-hmm. so no but I love Sheree in her confession like the last part she the producer's like so how do you think it went she goes I think it was successful we got <laughs> Candy 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 and Sonia back together I think maybe or like Sonia and, and Kenya she's like I'm gonna pat myself on the back for that <laughs> it's like take the win Sheree I get yeah. it take the win she goes more than half right oh. there you go <laughs> I think she knew the Marlo was a long shot. Oh, long shot, long shot. Anytime, any housewife hosts hosts an event with the with the idea of getting everyone together and and uniting the group, you know it's just going to be fighting. Exactly. Literally, anytime. All right. Well, that wraps us up for today's Atlanta Vineyard. Ooh. Ooh. Join us next week when we talk about the explosive Summer House of Martha's Vineyard finale. Ooh. I know the finale. I'm so sad already, I but know. it'll this, be good. This whole time we've been thinking that it was uh, Bria and Shanice that got the fighting over Simon, but it's a whole nother thing. It's the summer girl. So it's like, ooh, what is happening here? I love that it's going to be but like a full fight. You're right. <laughs> so it's a whole thing. <laughs> I'm it's sorry, whole thing. I shouldn't like that, but like I could t- I told you Summer did not like Bria from this. You did. You she called said it. that when she comes in, she's like, Of course she did. Like she had a <laughs> tone, she knows 
So she knows. Mm-hmm. She knows. So here we go. All right, guys. As always, follow Kendrick on Instagram at Reality Comics Two T O O, and also check out his podcast Reality and Comics Two everywhere you get my podcast. Mm-hmm. And love you, mean it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.